The return up for Parlo. Leaves it off. Here's Mia Hamm. In the box. The shot. Go. She's got the record. Hey everyone, my name is Sabria Whitaker and I'm the founder of Grow the Game. Erica Piancastelli here, Tokyo 2021 Olympian. This is Carly Jackson, professional goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes. Hey everyone, this is Connor Moore, the social media manager of the Chicago Sky. You are now listening to Women's Sports Matter. Women's Sports Matter. Hosted by Gianna Belcastro. Alete Okunpawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. And welcome to Women's Sports Matter, a podcast that is your one-stop shop for all things women's sports. My name is Gianna Belcastro, and I am your host. This is season four of Women's Sports Matter. I'm excited. You're excited. Everybody's excited for this season, or you should be. I'm pumped. Oh my gosh, am I pumped. Um, I've been doing a lot of things since I last did an episode. Last time you heard from me, I was wrapping up the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Kansas City, Missouri. And if you haven't checked out my episodes from the time that I was there, I have like four interviews that I did and they're all phenomenal. So please go check them out. They're my last four interviews from season three. I just listened to my new intro. <laughs> um, so a little backstory on that. There is a podcast intro that I heard on Twitter from, I don't know, this guy named B. Terrell. Uh, This guy, you know, he's very well followed on Twitter. Big WNBA guy. He's a photographer. I just, just hit my hand on the table. Of course I did because I'm a professional podcast host. And he got all these great people to do this intro for for him, for his show. And I was like, oh my God, that's so good. But would anybody ever do that for me? Like, would people want to endorse my show in in a sense? And I got people to do it. So you just heard my intro. I hope you're, I literally, okay. I asked these four amazing people that were guests on my show before. Sabria Whitaker, Erica Piancastelli, Carly Jackson and Connor Moore, who you all just heard in my intro, they were all guests on season three. So last season, and they are phenomenal people. I thank them so much. I cannot thank them enough for being on my show, number one, and number two, lending their voices for my podcast intro. Like this is phenomenal. Um, When I was editing it first, uh, because there's someone else that did it. I'll get to that in a second. When I was editing it at first, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never done anything like this before. So this is all like new territory for me. And I was sitting there like, I know how I want it to sound. I just have to put the pieces together. And obviously when you ask people to record something for you, it's not going to be exactly what what you like told them to do. They're going to put their own spin on it, which I love because it gave me new stuff to work with. Um, 
So I did that. I like put everything together the way I wanted it to be. And then I remembered my friend and coworker, Joe Brand, who does a lot of stuff with WGN, the Chicago Blackhawks, and he's the play-by-play announcer for the Kane County Cougars, which is where I am the TV producer. So we work together a lot. And he was telling me the other day how he likes to play around with audio stuff. He does audio editing sometimes. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll take him up on that offer. And so what you just heard, the podcast intro, was his editing. I put the uh, the four folks uh, audio stuff together and he put in the extra stuff. So the background music and uh, the stuff from the commentators. And I just listened to it. I'm recording the day before I post because that's what I always do when it's me. Oh my God. If I did that for interviews, I that would be awful. But I just listened to it and I'm in awe. I was like, Joe, I'm going to cry. This is amazing. I love it so much. Um, he was being serious when he said he knew how to do this kind of stuff. Maybe he was uh, a little shy about it, but he knows what he's doing. And I cannot thank him enough for doing this for me. I really appreciate it. I'm like in shock. This was so good. Um, and this is something you're going to hear in every episode of season four in the beginning of my show. And I cannot, I cannot thank him enough. I cannot thank Carly, Connor, Sabria, and Erica enough for, you know, putting their voices into this and, you know, being on my show and it's just so good. It's so good. I, I I probably could go, I can make a whole episode about it. <laughs> I can make a whole episode about it if I wanted to. Wow. I'm like in shock. I'm in shock. But we're doing a rebrand. Um, so new intro that I just did, Women's Sports Matter, your one-stop shop for all things women's sports. It's a podcast. Should I sell Brian and me's intro? <laughs> Welcome back to Women's Sports Matter, your one-stop shop for women's sports and other podcasty things. Speaking of, I hosted an episode of Women's, uh, not Women's Sports Matter. This is my show. That is going to be a blooper. (laughs) I'm not restarting this. I've tried like three other times so far to do this. Actually, it'd be six now. Three times today and then three other times within the past few months, thinking I can just record before my so-called debut, season four debut. Um, I hosted Bryant and Me with Robbie Rogers. Surprise, anyone shocked? You wouldn't be shocked if you follow me on Twitter. So we hosted for like an hour and our episode was like an hour and 45 minutes, which is the usual length of Bryant and Me. Uh, So go listen to that. That'll be linked down below, as well as all my other podcast appearances. And I've also been written about a few times. So if you haven't read those little articles, go check it out. It's in the description down below. But first, listen to this episode hosted by me. This is my show. Um, Going back to the rebrand. We're rebranding. I'm getting rid of name association. Gianna, what does name association mean? I'll tell you. I'm taking my name out of the logo. So if you follow me on social, if you see the podcast right now, it just says Women's Sports Matter, a podcast hosted by 
Gianna Bel Castro, taking my name out. Just going to be Women's Sports Matter. It's going to be a nice little logo. My friend is making it. What a great friend. We've been working together the past few months. I appreciate him taking the time to do this. So with that being said, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this. Getting on a new website. I bought a domain. Whoop, whoop. I want to get a soundboard when I get more money from this or from doing this, I should say, more sponsors. If a podcast company wants to sponsor me so I can get a soundboard, you know someone, you got connections, let me know because I want to put in like clapping sounds and like a whoop, whoop sound and other things, other podcasty things. <laughs> I got to stop. Thomas is going to come after me. Um, rebrand. That's right. New logo, website, episode transcripts, maybe blog posts on there, or I'll just put my newsletters on there as well. And then direct links to all of my interviews and episodes that I've done, which is going to take a lot of work. So I don't have a time frame for that exactly, but it is something that's in the works. And I appreciate your patience <laughs> is the nice way I'm going to put it. But I am working towards doing that by midsummer. Since I'm getting out of school, I can focus my time and energy on that instead of doing schoolwork. But along with the rebrand comes new sponsors and a new person on the Women's Sports Matter team. Derek Helling is the new Women's Sports Betting Analyst for Women's Sports Matter. This is, I want the, like a cheering sound, the insert cheering sound here. I'm not going to insert it because I'm the one that, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one that edits my shows. But we're getting someone new on the pod. And in fact, you're going to hear from him soon. He'll introduce himself. He's quite the, the funny dude. <laughs> uh, and Bet Her is also sponsoring his segments so thank you bet her for sponsoring women's sports matter i really appreciate it thank you so much thanks for listening to the women's sports matter podcast i'm Derek Helling, and i'm not gianna's dad but i am here on behalf of bether.com to tell you all you need to know about the upcoming week for listeners who like to bet on women's sports in each episode this season i bring you an episode a preview of what's on the week's schedule that you might want to bet on tips for how to bet safely, and a little bit of education about how betting works. This week, we'll start off with some information about how to bet responsibly. Betting on sports is a form of gambling, and that comes with more risk than just to your bankroll. Gambling can become an addictive behavior unless you take some steps to prevent that. There are three simple steps that you can take to avoid developing an issue, though. First, set a budget and stick to it. Never chase your losses or bet more than you can afford to comfortably lose. That leads into the next step. Fully expect to lose. That way, you can only be pleasantly surprised if you do win. Whether you win or not, the final step is keeping your betting social. Share your gambling activity with people you trust. They can provide you with feedback if your gambling is becoming a problem. With those things in mind, 
I'd now like to give a quick tutorial on how odds for sports betting work. Have you seen those three or more digit numbers with a minus or plus sign next to team names or athlete names and wondered what do they mean? Those numbers and signs tell you many things and they're the math that sports betting depends on. First, they tell you whether the corresponding team or athlete is the favorite or the underdog in the sporting event. Favorites have negative odds while underdogs have positive odds. If that seems backwards, it's essentially because to bet on the favorite, you have to essentially pay for the privilege as you're more likely to win your bet. Those signs paired with the numbers also tell you what you need to bet or how much you would win. Odds work with an assumption of $100. For negative odds, the number tells you how much you would need to bet if you want to make $100 in profit on your wager. For positive odds, the number tells you how much you would profit if you bet $100 and you do win. So let's use an example of a WNBA game to bring this home. If you see a betting market on such a game and one of the teams has negative 110 odds, that means they're the favorite to win. And if you want to make $100 in profit on your bet, you'll need to wager $110. Let's suppose the other team had plus 150 odds. That would tell you that the team is the underdog in the game. And if you bet $100 on them, then they win. Your profit would be $150. Now that you know how to read odds, let's look at what's upcoming for the next week in the world of women's sports. The biggest event of the week has to be Roland Garros, also known as Tennis's French Open. Qualifying starts on Sunday, May 22nd, and singles futures markets are live right now at most legal Canadian and U.S. sportsbooks. Iga Sviantek is the current favorite to win the singles title there. The LPGA Tour is taking a break this week, but the UFC calendar hits hard with Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vieira, headlining UFC Fight Night on Saturday, May 21st. Holm is open as the betting favorite at most sports books. Heading over to the soccer pitch, the final of the UEFA Women's Champion League for this season between Barcelona and Lyon is also set for Saturday, May 21st. Watch for markets on that match early Saturday morning at your favorite licensed sports book. The WNBA, also has games every day this week on Monday, so check your favorite sportsbook for line on those contests. And finally, the, w, the NWSL comes in hot with three Wednesday matches to go with six matches on Saturday and Sunday. Again, check the books the morning of the matches for betting markets. Before I close out for this week, I want to remind you that previews of all these sporting events and a lot more information is available on betherd.com. That's B-E-T hyphen H-E-R dot com. Once again, I'm Derek Helling, and I'm not Gianna's dad. What else is going on? What else is going on? What have I been up to? What, what have I been up to? I'll tell you what I've been up to. School. I'm so glad I took a break. I, and if you haven't listened to the end of season three, I talk about how I was experiencing burnout and how, you know, school was just starting and it was going to be a really rough semester. And boy, oh boy, was it a really rough semester. I hate math a lot. I hate math so much. I cannot escape it. 
But besides that, I took a class called microbiology and it's really hard. <laughs> I have a B in it right now. Whew. I have a B in microbiology. I'm very lucky that I have a B in microbiology. My new student, um, what is it called? Academic advisor, I should say, not student advisor. My new academic advisor, and I'll talk about where I'm going to school in a little bit. She told me, she's like, why are you taking microbiology? And I explained to her I was going to take Italian, but then you have to, so I'm in a thing called a net course, which is just an all online class. You don't have to interact with anybody like on Zoom or whatever. You don't have to go in person. It's just all online. You do all your stuff. You teach yourself the stuff. You, it's, you're on your own. For these specific language courses, they wanted you to hop on a Zoom every week at a specific time. And then like you do something with the class. That, my friends, is what we call a VCM class, which is virtual classroom meeting, I'm assuming is virtual class meeting, maybe, is what that stands for. And I'm in one of those. I actually have to go to it in a little bit after I'm done recording this. And I only took one of those because sitting in a Zoom class is rough. Good thing it's only an hour and 50 minutes. But I decided I wasn't going to take a language. And that was four credit hours. So I needed something to replace that, which was four credit hours so I can graduate this year. And fun fact, I graduate on Friday. Whoop, whoop. I hate that so much. I'm getting my associates in arts degree. Two years of hard work. So yeah, but back to, back to what I was talking about. I needed four credit hours. The only thing that I possibly could do well enough in was microbiology. And in high school and college, I got a B in micro, not micro, in regular biology. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I could do this. At first, it was nice. First, it was easy. And then it got hard. <laughs> I'm lucky I have a B. End of story. Everything else was great. I took some fun classes, learned some new stuff, obviously, because it's school. But um, overall, I'm very thankful for my two years at my school and, you know, being I'm just going to talk a little bit about community college. And I made an episode about that before. It's a little like outdated, I should say, since it's from like 2021. But if you are in high school and you're like, oh, I want to go to like real college and whatever but like money is an issue, go to community college. It is so worth it. I think if I went away to like real college, quote unquote, I would not have the experiences I've had in the past two years if I went away for school. What do you mean, Gianna? Let me explain. So in the past two years from staying home and living at home, I've been able to work for one, two, three, four different sports teams in the span of two years and working for the same one for two years. I want to work in the sports world. Currently, I'm in the men's sports world. I would like to venture into the women's sports world, but we'll see how that goes. But I, if I didn't stay home, I would have never been able to work for any of these teams and get the experience that I have now so I can like get better, bigger and better jobs 
when I go away to school and after school. I've been told I'm a little lucky and, you know, maybe not lucky is the right word, but I'm, a, yeah, I phrased that wrong. I'm way far ahead than at, at a lot of people. I started working sport in sports when I was 17. And that was just interning for the team that I'm the, a TV producer for now. I don't know if I made an episode about this, or at least an updated one at least. But at the age of 17, my senior year of high school, I was enrolled in a class called business, um, business internship, I think it was called. And in that class, you go and work for or intern at a place that you are interested in working in or an industry industry you're interested in working in after college. So you were like helping, you're basically building up your resume. And a lot of public schools have this class in Illinois from my understanding of it. And I wanted to take this class because I wanted to work in sports and I wanted to work for a team in my county. And I was like, no, that's kind of far away. I'd rather go somewhere else. And so I got a job or I got an internship with the Kane County Cougars, which is where I currently work as a TV producer. And that's not the job I started out with. I was like an accounting intern and I don't know if I was good at it. It seemed to, they liked me a little. So they kept me, <laughs> they kept me. Um, and then 2020 was the pandemic year. So I only got to intern there from September to March of my senior year. And then afterwards, I, let's see, 2021 came and my boss asked me if I wanted to be the TV producer. And I was like, uh, sure. I don't know what to do, but I'll do it. Yeah. And it's so fun. I love it. Sometimes when it's extra innings, it's like, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go to bed. We got an 11 a.m. game tomorrow. That's how I feel sometimes. We have an 11 a.m. game on Wednesday. Not particularly happy about that, but that's the baseball life, baby. I hate that. I'm never going to say that again. Okay. Anyway, so last year I worked my first year as being a TV producer, and I thought I was going to go to Loyola. And then things happened where they didn't give me housing. And it's like, it's too expensive to live in the city. So I'm going to stay home for another year. How does this tie in a community college? Right. I forgot to mention, I go to school for free. Meaning that because I've been going to school in during the pandemic, there's a thing called her funds and her funds is a scholarship from, I want to say the state. I think, or maybe the country, I'm not sure. I think it's the state where they give funds out to students who were financially impacted by COVID. And that happened to be me. And I've gotten those funds for, I've also gotten Pell and MAP grants as well. So those have helped me from the past three semesters. And then this semester, I got some her funds, I guess, left over from students that didn't need it. So I got those scholarships as well. And I think without those, I would be in debt. Um, Thankfully, I only have two years of debt. I will have two years of debt. But going back to what I was talking about in the sports industry, after I was the TV producer and school was starting up again in August, I started applying for jobs. 
in the sports industry that I could do while I'm at home. These are teams that are nearby and I could go and drive to. And I think I'm particularly lucky because the Chicagoland area has a lot of different sports teams that are active during all different seasons. So since the winter time was coming up, like fall, winter time was coming up, that means it's hockey season. So what did I do? I worked for two different hockey teams. I worked with the Chicago Steel, and I'm still currently working for the Chicago Wolves. Now it's not as fancy as being a TV producer, but it's still experience in the sports industry, and I, I will take what I can get. The Wolves and Steel was like game day stuff. So like doing kids zone things basically. And it's kind of interesting because hockey is an environment that I was not so familiar with. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go listen it, listen to the episode titled what it's like being a woman slash non-binary person in sports. Cause I did not have some nice interactions with fans. And I don't think my haircut helps me now. <laughs> I, my hair is short, by the way, it used to be really long. Um, I I will not talk about why my hair is short because there's many different reasons why, but I am very lucky that I can work in sports at my age like this and get all those opportunities. And especially with doing the show, making connections through there and interviewing people at this young of an age, you know, whatever. I think I'm old. (laughs) I think I'm old. My golden birthday is coming up. So being uh, 20, in a few months or actually no next month is like oh wow but when hockey season was over I was like okay I'm gonna go back to the Cougars and that's gonna be it no so my friend I always have to talk about my my best friend Gerald on the show he lives in Canada he's great he's amazing he was he's looking for a co-op and whatever that means he goes to some weird Canadian school and I was like, you have to work in sports. Like, I'm sure that there's sports jobs available for you to do because he's like a a, a math nerd. And I'm sure all these teams are looking for math nerds to do math stuff, math related things. And so I go on Teamwork Online, which is a very fancy uh, sports job website. That's how I found the Wolves job and the Steel job. And I'm looking and I'm like, I'm looking through Canadian stuff and there's not much available. And I was like, I'm just going to look through the Chicago stuff to see if there's anything interesting. And I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling. And I see the Chicago fire are hiring a 50, 50 ticket seller. And I was like, huh, I haven't done this in a while because of my experiences at the wolves, but I feel like soccer is different and the soccer community is amazing. And I will speak very highly of the soccer community, by the way. And so I'm like, I'll do it I've always wanted to work in soccer and I've only ever been to one Chicago fire game I'm a huge soccer fan so you're telling me I could watch soccer and work at the same time uh sign me up so I'm currently working for the Chicago fire as well um I'm only working a total of six games for them which is neat because this is I just think working there at Soldier Field is phenomenal and I love it so much, and the fans are amazing. And you know I got to tell them about the the doubleheader happening on July 30th between the Chicago Red Stars and San Diego Wave, the first game. And then the second game is Chicago Fire at 
playing Atlanta United. All of this happening at Soldier Field on July 30th. And that is a game I'll be working for the fire. But I'll be getting there early to watch the Red Stars because uh, of course I will be. And I'm taking off from the Cougars that day. Sorry, Doug. But I need to see this doubleheader. (laughs) I need to see it. So I'm excited. People are excited about it. Red Stars at Soldier Field, say less. But going back to community college, this was a great idea for me, obviously. My family was like, mm-hmm, make up your mind, Gianna, about where you're going to school. And I'm like, no, I still can't do it. And now we'll... The, the, okay, the point of this story and everything that I just told you is that community college and staying home and basically using up what is around you or doing things that are around you now can help you later. Obviously, not everyone is going to have the same experience as me. In fact, I find it like a little difficult to believe that because not everyone has those opportunities and not everyone has a sports team near them. So don't be frustrated or flustered about all this stuff. And if you're someone that wants to work in sports and you don't know where to start, I would say hit me up or if you know someone else, do that. Um, Because I don't know if I give the best advice in the world. I would hope, (laughs) I like to think that I do sometimes, but um yeah I hope you enjoyed that little story time about what it is like being at home so for school and what I've been doing now it's time to talk about what's in the future for Gianna Belcastro and Women's Sports Matter don't worry I'll tell you the future of me Gianna Belcastro is bright I will be attending the University of Nebraska at Lincoln next year to study advertising and public (laughs) advertising and public relations i'm a really good podcast host and i'm sorry that you just had to hear that i'm not gonna edit it out though i don't have time for that (laughs) i edit my shows and it's a pain in my ass so no thank you anyway i'm going to unl go huskers If you want to learn more about this, time for some self-promo. If you want to learn more about how I made my college decision, tune in to a very special episode Thursday at 10 a.m. Central Time titled, How I Picked My College. You will probably listen to me talk about Missouri and like, oh my God, I'm excited to go to Missouri, whatever. But I was holding back my feelings for Nebraska (laughs) and sounded like, some dumb like reality show thing. I was holding back my feelings for you and I'm sorry, but I thought that I wanted to be with this person, but it turns out I actually wanted to be with you. That's how I feel like I sound right now. Ew, there's a bug crawling in my room. I don't know what kind of bug it is though. The things that happen when you record an episode of a podcast. Should I kill it right now? Where do these things come from? And no, I'm not editing this out of my show. What is this? I'm like concerned because I don't know where it came from. You know, I'm going to pause this and be right back. I killed the stupid bug. Look at me go. I'm preparing for college life, having to kill bugs on my own. Anyway. (laughs) I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm going to the University of Nebraska. 
I'm studying advertising and PR, and I'm double majoring in broadcasting. And you can listen to my whole thought out process, or at least what I thought was my the school I was going to go to in Thursday's episode. Now, I have a new series coming up, which I just thought of today. So I'm just going to advertise it now so that I actually do it. I am starting a new series, and it's called Gianna Learns Blank. And it's a series where I learn about a new sport. Isn't that fun? Isn't that exciting? I know you're excited. I'm excited. You're excited. Everybody's excited. That's my new thing this year. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I had a little like Twitter poll be like, what sport should I cover that I haven't covered yet? And I got a lot of great replies. So I'm going to have people on this podcast to teach me about a new sport. I'm glad everybody's, everybody's happy about it because I am too. Love that for me and us. I love that for us. What else? What else? What else? What else? So I'm moving to Nebraska in August, but don't worry. The show will go on. There will be no breaks. Hopefully. But recordings will just take place in Lincoln, Nebraska now instead of Illinois. (laughs) So that's what's going on for me. But I think this is a great way to end today's episode. Yeah, it is. It's a fantastic way, actually. Tune in on Thursday for another episode of Women's Sports Matter. Anyway. Oh. There is now a league called the USLW League. And there's also the UWS. UW, no. WPSL, like women's sports all all over the place, especially women's soccer. So I'm asking you, me, the host of Women's Sports Matter, to go out and support your local women's sports team. That's going to be a new little phrase of mine, hoping to make some stickers out of it and, and whatnot. Please go support your local women's sports team. And if you do go out and support your local women's sports team, make sure you use the hashtag Women's Sports Matter so I can go and tweet out or retweet, I guess, <laughs> go and retweet, um, you celebrating and supporting your local women's sports team. Again, hashtag women's sports matter to show me your support for your local women's sports team. Now, it's time to end today's episode. Anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on three different platforms on Twitter and Facebook. It's the same handle. It's at WSM Podcast. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Women's Sports Matter. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel where I am going to be posting all of my episodes. And you can see my face and see what I'm wearing and the people that I interview, as well as. Um, some other fun stuff that I'm going to be doing at conventions. I'm going to be recording new stuff that it will be only available on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. So fun little stuff that I'll be doing at conventions. And if I go out and about in my local towns and cities, asking people about women's sports and a bunch of fun stuff. So make sure you are subscribed to Women's Sports Matter podcast on YouTube and follow me on social as well. Now, it's time to go. (laughs) I've got to go to class. Um, One last Zoom class before the semester is over. Anyway, again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. Again, I want to give a special shout out to Connor, Sabria, Carly, and Erica, 
for lending their voices to the intro of Women's Sports Matter. And I want to thank you again, Joe Brand, who gets a lot of shout outs in today's episode. He's going to love this for editing this masterpiece. Thank you so much. Anyway, please go support your local women's sports team. And that's all, folks. I'll see you next time. Bye.